Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. everybody and welcome back to Road to Play Podcast. My name is Kent and I am your Game Master and we are wrapping up our game of Shooting the Moon with Tim Devine and Kristen Devine which is also wrapping up our Relationship Month. I hope you've enjoyed our games. I had a ton of fun running them. Yeah, games about relationships are really cool. It's really interesting to explore that aspect of humanity. It was a lot of fun. So, if you're interested in Hot Guys Making Out or Shooting the Moon, which is part of the Romance Trilogy from Emily Carebos, definitely seek them out and buy them. Support the creators. They're, it's just worthwhile games from worthwhile people. Like I said, Tim and Kristen Devine are of Dice Up Games. They do a couple hacks of Lasers and Feelings, uh, Wits and Chivalry, which is basically Monty Python. And they have uh, Truth and Daring, which is kind of 80s-inspired teen Stranger Things type hack of lasers and spillings. They're both really cool. Uh, Tim and Kristen are great people. I'm so glad to have connected with them through this podcast. They're really awesome people and become good friends of mine. Speaking of 80s related stuff, this, if you're listening to this live, this Sunday on Victory Condition Gaming Channel at I believe it's 6 Eastern, I am running a game of Kids on Bikes, which is from John Gilmore and Dove Lewandowski. Uh, it is a kind of Stranger Things-inspired role-playing game, and I'll be running that. Uh, Doug Lewandowski is actually one of the players in the game. So check that out. It should be super cool. Hopefully my internet holds up, uh, unlike it did in my Honey Heist game, which crashed and burned for my part about 20 minutes in, but Doug shoot a victory condition game, Tim Devine and, and John Van Littling had a very interesting conversation about, well, just gaming in general and being parents. Uh, I caught up with it afterwards whenever my internet started working again and it was really awesome. So as much as I hated missing out on running that honey heist game or finishing it because my stupid internet was stupid, uh, there was such a great conversation to be had out of it. So definitely, Go over to Victory Condition Gaming Channel. Give them a subscribe if you haven't, for one. I mean, what are you doing? And then check that out from the Almost Honey Heist game. So, yeah, with all that said, I don't think there is anything else to mention. Um, I am going to Gen Con this year, finalizing those plans. Already had a couple listeners reach out to me about meeting up, and we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely, definitely finalize those plans as we get closer to that that first weekend in August. But if you're going to Gen Con, go ahead and reach out to me. That way we can connect and, and start making a plan to meet up. I'm not sure what I'm going to do there. It's my first Gen Con, but I'm super excited about it. All right, so now let's wrap up this game of Shooting the Moon. Let's see what happens with, I mean, will Zeloroth fulfill his dream of using the Dark Tower for destruction? Will... Gleek the Goblin or Winks the Gnome become his right-hand minion, the best minion there is? How's it all going to play out? What's going to happen? Well, you're about to find out. It's really cool. I had a lot of fun. 
big props to Tim and Kristen Devine again. So here we go. Wrapping up. Concluding. Shooting the Moon by Emily Kerr So we're going to set up the next round, which will be because our main goal here is, or well, my main goal here is to make sure this this blessing ritual does not happen. So I think we'll do a quick montage of what's happening over the next two weeks and then pick up play back on that 14th night when the blessing ritual is going to happen. So we'll do a quick montage of what, what's been happening in the two weeks. So Zell Roth has been... We we see, finally see inside the tower. Uh, it's there's nothing in it. There's no furniture. There's nothing. But at, at the very top, there is a single book, and Zelroth has just been reading through it, reading through it to see what this tower has to offer. And and he at, at different points in the in, in the time he he exclaims out. He's like he's like oh my, it's incredible the power. And you know he he. he does stuff with his hands and you see this purple this dark purple glowing in his hands and it lights up his face and he starts laughing maniacally and and you know he's making little orbs and stuff as he's trying out the power that he's learning from this book and then, and then we cut to part of him where he's in town just talking to locals and he's like you know the weather outside just looks so destructive and every time he says destructive he turns to the camera and and just looks straight into the camera uh and so the people don't really understand what he's talking about they're trying to set up you know there's a guy up on a ladder is like uh yes but could you hand me that hammer and and zelroth reaches down grabs the hammer drops it kicks it and then grabs his toe immediately because he just kicked a very heavy hammer and and it hobbles off so what's a montage look for Winks during this time? This this two week period of time. Two weeks. Um Winks has set up a little a little um like corner in in the main room that she's kind of claimed as her own and, and it has a you know, most of her of her books and that's where she has spent most of her time. Uh she will uh check in with um, with Lord Zelroth Wormtooth frequently to see if he needs anything, but otherwise she's pretty much just studying up on both the tower and um, and how to. She has a book that's that's how to serve an overlord, so she's combing through that frantically to try to find the best way to serve him. And any time that Gluck comes by and and does something to annoy her, then her her eye will twitch and she'll shake a fist at him, but. Otherwise, she pretty much leaves him alone. Yeah, and every once in a while, Zelroth will will ha- will read o- read through the book with with winks, and you know, just asking like, uh, "So, what do you think this means?" And you know, just trying to pick her brain because you know she is brilliant and and probably in the end, probably smarter than Zelroth. So he's uh, as, as you know, without giving on the fact that he thinks she knows more going to her for advice you know but he's framing it in ways it's like well don't you think if i did it this way this would be better and this 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 stone would crumble and just stuff like that most of the time uh winks does know the answer because um she's read other books she knows tends to know about this stuff but she does not always she does not correct him 
she agrees with him and acts surprised if the outcome is not what he expected it to be. So she will never, never contradict or correct him. <laughs> All right. What is Gleek? What is Gleek up to during this two week time? Well, you're going to have to cue up the Eye of the Tiger music because there's a <laughs> there's a very Rocky esque uh, montage coming up where you see you see a, a just a brief scene of of you know camera close in on Gluck's face and then it cuts out and you see these blades that are just flying through the air just whoosh, 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 cutting through the air and then it cuts to another scene where where he's you see him like just straining himself straining himself another scene where he's sweating profusely and and just looks like he's straining himself with the sweat pouring from his head and the final scene is or the scene before the final scene that ties it all together is he's chasing this chicken through a coop just running just can't running and running and trying to catch the chicken and then it cuts back through all those same scenes and then finally the last scene is him holding the chicken and jumping up in the air that he found he finally caught the chicken but when all the scenes are tied together he's actually just in the kitchen of the tower and he's been preparing a meal chopping up vegetables standing over the boiling water and he caught the chicken but the chicken escaped and it became vegetable soup and he brought it to the overlord saying your majestical evil lordy terrible wormy toothiness i've brought you soup and and zelroth takes the soup and and when he takes the soup he hands you a card and he says maybe maybe this will help and he hands you the card and you and and gleek flips it over and and gleek can he read very much? You know, does can he read a little bit? What do you think? Uh, are there illustrations to accompany the note? <laughs> um, so this first try, which is about day three, no, there are not. <laughs> so he hands it, but I, but I imagine Gleek. Is probably, oh, that's part of the montage, right? <laughs> I imagine Gleek looks at it and and, and is is nodding along that yes, he understands, but he does not read the words that say. <laughs> Uh, my my lord Zelroth Wormtooth on ah. it. <laughs> no, it, it ends up by the end of the two-week montage looking like a pictogram from a, the back of a Denny's kids menu. And it, it says, it it shows like a worm, a picture of a worm, a a tooth, a, a picture of a tooth, and, and it's it just in pictures just spells out. And then at the very end, the last, the last clip of this montage, um, Gluck gets so distracted that he just walks away from from the whole thing and and never really gets it right. Yeah, I imagine there's some some late night montage sessions where where Winks is just just like a drill sergeant, just ter- just it's silent. You know, it's just Eye of the Tiger as she's just berating him and showing him <laughs> over and over again what to do and how to say it, and it's very animated, and he's not getting it, and so she has him doing push-ups, and it's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. I love it. So the montage wraps, and we get on the screen. The Night of the Blessing Ritual. And then a little countdown clock comes up. It's like four hours. That fades out, and we see the the tower, and we see in the very top of it, we see Zelroth standing there. He has very nice, very nice black robes and a nice black hood pulled up, and and his beard has been freshly, freshly coated with with uh, charcoal to make it really nice and dark and black. 
and he's staring out and he looks down over the village and the village is alive and it, there's there's torches going and people and you can hear you can hear loot music and people dancing and just merriment and you see in the middle around around there's a circle in the middle of the village and you can see people gathering there and and then you see they're setting up just homemade statues some made of sticks some made of different uh, like stone of the goddess and they're setting them in a circle and in the middle they're building up for a bonfire and he's just looking down with disdain and just muttering just nothing but curses and and everything and and he, and he turns and in the chamber with him are winks and 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 gleek and he says so what is our plan? How how do we how do we stop this ritual? So Gluck is he doesn't doesn't hear him because he's really fidgeting trying to get the new uniforms that the overlord picked out for the for the minions and it just doesn't it doesn't fit right because it doesn't cover enough of his stomach and he's very uh, he, he feels a little self-conscious about his stomach and so he keeps pulling down the tunic but every time he does it pulls it a little bit too much over so he's just not he doesn't hear any of this uh so (laughs) winks looks over and sees what what gleek is doing and and kind of rolls her eyes and then she addresses the the lord um zelroth and and says well bowing of course well lord zelroth warmtooth i have been studying on this for for, since we've been here now for the last 14 days and the only way they can destroy the tower is if they can summon the goddess and if we can stop the villagers from summoning the goddess they can't ask her for a favor we must stop the ritual before she is summoned and he strokes his beard and he whenever you said the goddess he turns and he spits on the ground again uh, and he says so we have to stop the ritual. And he says, okay. And I'm going to set up our, our first suitor turn here. He says, Gluck, come with me. We're going to go down. Uh, well, first we're going to attempt to get into the tavern. Not optimistic that they're going to let us in, but we're still going to try because I need to get a drink. And it's becoming increasingly hard to find a drink in this village whenever I am banned from the tavern. So that's our first stop. After that, we are going to attempt, well, <laughs> and he, he, he steeples his fingers, and he says, Gluck, you know I like to kick things, right? Of, of course, of course. He says, because what I see, and he, 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 motions, he motions Gleek over, and he kind of grabs the back of his head, and he says, and he points and says, because I see, I see a bunch of statues need kicking down there. And so, uh, I imagine the scene where the Overlord is is looking out the window, at or over the tower, and all this stuff. And the camera pans down, and Gluck is inside of his shirt. All all of his head and arms are through a sleeve, and he can't see because his face is covered. But his hands are sticking straight up, and he's just like batting, or you know, drumming his fingers against each other in a excellent plan master this is exactly what needs kicking uh i think <laughs> he says oh yes we we we're going to do that winks 
Uh, well, I don't really have any direction for you, but you are smart, so I'm sure you will figure out something of your own to do. But I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take luck here, and we're gonna go, we're gonna go kicking. And so, Link, yes, Link goes back to her book. And so they head down. They stop by the tavern. Uh, Zelroth walks in, kind of does that uh, Grandpa Simpson thing. He walks in, sees the bartender, turns around, walks back out. <laughs> <laughs> and they head. And they head to the to the to the town square where the villagers are setting up the setting up all of the statues. And I think. Uh, he walk. They walk around, and you know he's like Gluck. He's like, I think you can handle that one. Pointing at the small stick ones, he's like, I'm going to take. Obviously, I'm going to take. And he so, he shows his boot, and he says, I'm going to take the bigger ones. He says, We just have to, you know, we just have to get these people distracted, or maybe we just take the rush in, the bum rush approach. But we gotta we gotta kick these down and break them good, so that they can't rebuild them in the time before the the ritual. So I think here. We will pause and let and let Kristen bring in the hurdle that we're going to encounter. Sorry, I need just a minute here to think oh. of an obstacle or hurdle. Nope, that is fine. Take your time. Are all the statues set up like on an altar, or are they set up in in different locations, like by separate bonfires? Um, I think there's one big bonfire in the middle, and then they're kind of circling it. There, so there, there's probably about okay. about six of them circled around it. Okay, I was thinking of having, um, yeah. I think what makes the most sense is is that there's there's a child or a couple of children that are kind of the lookouts, like their parents need to keep them busy during during this time for the setup and don't want them getting into trouble. And so they've tasked them with kind of guarding these statues to make sure nothing happens to them. Okay. Yeah. Like that works. Yeah. Okay. It can be one. It's probably easier if it's one child. So, um, hmm. let's make it like a little girl, like a seven or eight year old little girl. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely harder to reconcile punching a little girl than. <laughs> Is it a seven-year-old girl who has been taking karate classes since she was five? <laughs> so yeah, this, she's, she's she's sassy. She's so the, this spicy. girl, this girl is is she's doing? Is she she's holding up the statue? No, so there's. I think Ken said it's like six statues that are surrounding yeah. the bonfire. So she's going to be kind of standing off a little bit to the side of one of the statues and just kind of keeping an eye on people getting ready to either insert herself or yell for help should anyone I see, I do see. anything suspicious. Yeah, with so she's, she's a, a, a little girl security guard. Yes, that's exactly what she is. She's a mall cop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tim, do you want to go first? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, is the, this would be the beloved going first, if not me. Uh yeah, I would. well I think I think just his nature, Gleek would pro Gluck, sorry, would probably follow the beloved, follow the Overlord's lead. Okay, he's just standing there with his 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 uniform uh, resituated, but still too much of his stomach showing, so his fist is just sort of shoved into his belly button, and he's just waiting for orders. <laughs> All right, so they walk up and. 
Zelroth sees this girl and he recognizes her for what she is. She is a lookout. So he he elbows he elbows Gluck, maybe a little too hard. Um, Gluck's in a puddle again. Yeah. And he says <laughs> he says that's their lookout right there. That's their lookout. So I'm going to just use my trait of cunning. So he says so we have to we have to get past the lookout. Now she's a young girl and I may be wicked, but I am not punch a young girl in the face wicked or kick her in the shins wicked so we're going to have to use our brains well okay yeah I know my brains because I'm sorry sorry Gluck but brain, you know brains isn't your 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 strong suit and I, I'm comfortable saying that because brains isn't your strong suit and you probably won't comprehend what I'm saying <laughs> so I think what we need I think we need a distraction. And I see, I mean, basically the way you look in this 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 uniform I gave you which was finely crafted and you're just I mean, really you're just you're disrespecting the uniform. Uh I mean, what is your head through the armhole there and and your fist is in your belly? I mean, Honestly, didn't reckon, didn't realize goblins' belly buttons were big enough to hold your own fist. But you know, <laughs> they say every day you should learn something new. So I'm going to count that as my learn something new for today. So maybe, maybe you just run across, scream some some goblin words, and and she'll be distracted. And when she does that, I'll put a boot to this to a couple statues. So uh, Gluck's head comes out from the puddle of mud that it was in and he heard parts of what the uh, overlord said um, mainly the, the part about um, about disrespecting the uniform uh, and a little bit about the, the belly button and then he stands up and he 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 kind of like mud just pours out of his his little floppy goblin ears and he uh, he looks at the girl and he looks at the overlord and he nods his head. Basically, he knows he knows what to do. Um, and what I'm going to do here is my move will be uh, I'm going to involve. I'm going to do the the two. It's involve a trait uh, of my own character or the beloved, and I'm going to invoke aloof. I'm not at all. I have no idea what the Overlord wants me to do. <laughs> But I, I am in my in my ineptitude and aloofness. I am going to create a distraction by accident. Excellent. So that's two dice for me. And the way it looks is, I get out of the puddle. I take off the uniform shirt because it's covered in mud and wasn't fitting me right anyway. Um, and I turn to. Uh, you know, to, to go do something that I think you told me to do, and I completely knock over one of the statues. I think oh. that might be too much of a distraction. No, I think that's perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not not one of the actual statues. So, so oh. they're they're building the statues, right? Right. And our goal is to to knock them down. I meant like more of a the people that are building these statues are like bringing stuff over, and so there's probably like pile. So I knock over a pile of like you know debris that you know like. Uh, sticks and junk that they use to make the statues. Okay, gotcha. Because I think knocking over a statue would alert the guard versus distractor. Right. That's Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Uh, now, Gluck doesn't know this. He doesn't even know what he's doing. So, <laughs> so I get my two dice for that move. I'm going to suggest that we use uh, Gluck has a has heroism as a trait, right? Yes, I have heroism. Okay, so at because over the two weeks you two have have towed the story of of the fight that happened with the villagers or the almost fight that happened, and Gluck has been really proud about his his bravado and his and his and how he handled that situation. So. Zelroth over dinner over soup has heard this story over and over and over again because Gluck doesn't really doesn't really realize he tells this story every night. So this comes back <laughs> this comes back into Zelroth's mind as he sees this distraction. He sees people rushing to pick up the 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 debris that's been knocked over as Gluck is is waving around and just creating a distraction. But he notices the guard. Whenever more people are picking this up, the guard is turning, is, you know, is no longer involved in this process, is turning their attention back. So he, he points and he says, he says, oh no, Gluck, they're going after Winks again. Hoping to activate Gluck's courageous uh, heroism and, and provide further, further distraction that would draw the attention away. And if it does, he's going to go and kick down as many statues as he can. <laughs> so do you like and want to use that suggestion absolutely all right absolutely so what does that look whenever 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 gluck or gleek whatever we're calling him he, it, it's almost as if he is two people now <laughs> what does he do when he hear when he hears zelroth yell out they're going after winks again <laughs> oh jeez. So one thing this little girl's doing is is when when um, Gluck was down in the mud and Zelroth was giving him orders, although she can't exactly hear or understand what's going on, she kind of figures out that Zelroth is the one in charge and that um, that Gluck is just a minion or 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 possibly um, a distraction. So she she looks over at Zelroth and she points to her eyes and then points to him like i i got you <laughs> i'm watching <laughs> i'm watching you big guy yeah so about <laughs> whenever that happens that's when zelroth yells you know they're going after winks again which winks is back in the tower but he he's counting on on gluck not real not remembering that part and which what was the the main target you want cuz i'm i'm debating whether or not to go like to be kind of Gluck or to be Gleek. One of them is more heroic and one of them is more aloof. Uh, what was the main goal of, of, of uh, the Overlord? Uh, to, to do something so so that, that Gleek would do something to distract this girl now that she has signaled out to him that she is watching him. So basically he's wanting to amplify the distraction, hopefully by, by encouraging, <laughs> I mean, oh, gotcha. encouraging Gleek to attack a random bypasser. <laughs> So, so what we'll say is this: as as so heroism is what's being invoked. He sees his his overlord, who he's trying to impress, and he looks and he sees that the little girl is eyeballing him, and then it all goes into slow motion for Gluck, as her fingers go towards her eyes, just like in a movie where a, a person's going for the gun, 
and slowly drawing the gun. She, he sees the, her fingers leaving her eyes and getting ready to point at the Overlord, and he dives. He dives in front of the Overlord to take <laughs> to take the bullet that is her. I see you, and my eyes are on you. And as the the finger hits dead on, it's Gluck that takes it, and her eyes and finger follows him as he crashes into a person who has a whole bunch of of like other children and and well, well that's a little bit much maybe maybe animals like maybe chickens oh it's chickens again cuz gleek gleek and chickens so he he dives across her fingers following him he crashes and all of these chickens are just broken out free of this this their cages and this cart and they're running all over the place and people are trying to chase them and uh i and i i envision when the little girl is sort of watching this like oh my gosh he just intercepted my i'm watching you she turns back and and the, the overlord isn't there all right so let's roll our dice and see if if the overlord's successful in kicking down some statues so Kristen, you is got- it a you def- is it a pool for both of us, or yeah. is it just you rolling? No, we. You can roll for us. We built one together, so. And I, so I added two to it, but you can go ahead and roll. Um, yeah, I added two, and on that last one, um, I'm gonna give us one on that last one because we kind of took the suggestion. Uh, you know, I don't think it played out, which is fine. I like the way that you played it out a lot better than I had envisioned. So I'm going to give us just one. So we'll roll five against Kristen's five. Okay, five. Well, I got zero sixes. One thing that I should tell you about her is she's very methodical. She's old school. She will roll one at a time. I do roll one at a time. She has five separate dice, but they will roll. They will each get their own moment. They will each get their own moment. <laughs> I have a friend that does that. So, like, when we would play, like, Arkham Horror, he'd have, like, 12 dice, and he would just one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. <laughs> well, the reason I do that is because we were playing this game. One of our friends made this this um, European-style board game. There's just uh, – there's a, it's very cool. There's a lot going on. And for some reason, some action that I did meant that I had to roll, like, 15 dice – do you remember this, Tim? Yeah. I've never played a game where I got to roll that many dice. And I got so excited that I just picked out 15 dice and just held my arms like two feet above the table and dropped them. <laughs> and they just went everywhere. And so now I'm a little embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I'm going to roll them one at a time. <laughs> I got a little too excited. <laughs> um, I got two sixes. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. I couldn't pull that out for us. So since the, That's all right. the other player won, nobody gets any points, and you get to assign us each a, a Tim and Tim and I a trait based off that. So we can narr- you can narrate how this this goes. I'm going to imagine it goes that the kicking is maybe not. I mean, whatever you think. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll narrate first and do traits. So, well, where it ended was Gluck. Dove and heroically took the the I'm looking at you. I got my eyes on you and the little girl. Cra- I crashed into the thing. She was looking at me and she looked back to get the her her bearings on the Overlord and he wasn't there in front of her. Um, but he was hiding behind a much shorter woman, so she can immediately spot <laughs> him. 
Um, and she sees that this is going to be a distraction and that there's chaos and there's chickens now and people are starting to look. And so she immediately goes over and there's a couple of boxes that, that were there that people had brought in um, that were hauling like the sticks and the stones to build these statues. And, and they're just piled there and she gets up on top of them and she, she pulls a whistle from out of, out of her shirt and she blows a whistle and she just has her eyes on on Gluck and the Overlord the whole time, and and she says, she starts barking orders. Someone clean up. Someone get these chickens together. Someone clean up that pile of stone. Keep your eyes on the statues. The statues must remain safe. And she's just like a seven year old drill sergeant. Nothing's getting past her. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think um, Gluck and. and uh, <laughs> Zelroth, I think Zelroth grabs Gluck and <laughs> it scolds him. Says, "says What were you doing?" As he runs off, he's just dragging Gluck behind him. As he, so yeah, he grabs he grabs Gluck and is just running off back towards the tower. His 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 plan to destroy the destroy the statues has failed. Oh my lord! Uneasy lies the head that wears a crown. Shut up. <laughs> It's all he yells as he's dragging him. <laughs> all right, so what traits do you want to give us? Well, I kind of want to give Gluck like clumsiness, but you already you already played a clumsiness so well. I think <laughs> I think it, I think it needs to be an actual trait at this point. Yeah, the only the only thing the only thing that came came into my head is it the same trait that has to apply to both of us? No, it doesn't have to be the same. For both oh, okay. Of us. I was going to say the bumbling was, was the one thing that kind of... <laughs> oh, that's good. Take, it, take bumbling over clumsy. That's fine. I know it's about the same thing, but it's a little bit more descriptive of a word. Yeah. And then for the beloved, I don't know. Um, well, he's been shut down multiple times at the tavern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been shut down at the tavern. He's, his plan is, has has failed. <laughs> Maybe he's a little a little unsure of himself. Yeah, I wanted to say like shaken, but I like unsure. Like maybe dou- doubtful. Okay, Perhaps. yeah, we'll go is with doubtful. Doubt- okay, yeah, doubtful is good. <laughs> All right, so now we'll set up our suitor too. So I I think that we have arrived back at the tower. Um, what do you think, Kristen? What do you think our uh, Zelroth and, and Winks would be doing to try to, to you know, the, our first attempt at disrupting this this uh, festival or this blessing ritual is, has failed pretty spectacularly. So, what do you think? What do you think's happening? Hmm. So, I think they're probably going to need to come up with another way of trying to stop the the ritual. Is that what we want to do is set a different scene where they try to stop the ritual? Yeah. So maybe they talk a little bit and they're like, well, clearly we're not going to be able to just, I mean, Zelroth. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll role play it out. Zelroth. They're sitting across the table from each other. He, he, he's put Gluck on doing something, making more soup or something. And he's like, he, he recalls the tale of what happened. He says, so clearly they're going to be watching those statues now. So what, what do you think, what can we do to disrupt this ritual? Because I think that's our last chance. We have to the the ritual is going to start because we're not going to get back down there to destroy the statues. They probably have ten people watching, and it cut and it flash cuts 
to the square where the statues are and nobody's watching it. Everybody's moved on <laughs> to something else. And then a flash cuts back. He says, so that's going to be heavily guarded. So we're going to have to do something to disrupt the ritual at the precise time that it is beginning. Do you have any ideas, any ideas at all? Well, yes, my Lord. One thing caught my attention when, when you were telling me the tale of how Gleek failed you so poorly. And that was the, the chickens. They seem to have caused quite the distraction, even if it was just briefly and unintentional. So I think that we need a larger distraction with more animals and perhaps we can round up enough of the town's cats with me using my wand and also unleash the animals in the barn and we can cause enough of a distraction that they will have to end the ritual for the evening at least. Cats, you say? Because this town, this village, just so happens to have a lady who is just enamored with cats. She has, she probably has 30 of them. And then with all the other cats, I mean, we're probably looking at, we're probably looking at 50 cats, 50 cats that, that we could unleash. Oh my lord, if we can round up 50 cats, we may not even need the other barn animals. The 50 cats will be more than enough distraction. I think we could we could probably put 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 Gluck on on the barn animals because even I mean if it, if if he releases them somehow if he somehow makes that work fantastic but our plan doesn't hinge on it so if he goes over there and bumbles his way through it and just ends up you know like like playing with the pigs we're still good there uh, and you know he's far enough away that he's, he he won't he won't. He won't mess up our plan anymore. So I think it's a win-win there. And then you and I will go, we'll go round up the cats. Yes, brilliant idea as always, my lord. She bows slightly. I know. I it's I don't know where these ideas come from. They just they pop in my mind, and they and, and it's just a stroke stroke of genius. Can the camera cut to the uh, to the barn where? Uh, Gluck is playing with the pigs. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. He's riding one. That that he's playing, and then they're all just like sort of reading a book together. And then it cuts back to you guys. In yeah. my in my mind, for a second there, you were Gur from Invader Zim that's riding exactly, the pig. That's exactly. What <laughs> so yeah, it cuts back from Gluck uh, having just the grandest time with the pigs to us as we're. We're we're outside this this elderly lady's house, and in, I mean, you just hear cat purring from the inside. And, and you know, beside us, we have well, we have uh, some cats that are that are just following us along that we've picked up along the way. And Zelroth doesn't really understand it, but it but but uh, Winks, you know, is holding onto her 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 normal looking stick. You know, she's holding onto it down to her side. These cats are following us, so we're. We're at the lady's house. We know, and so Zelroth says, "All right, winks this ritual," and he looks at his wrist where there's not a watch, and he he looks back and he says, "This ritual is going to start in about ten minutes." And I think that I think that is the moment we we unleash the cat horde. That sounds perfect, my lord. Let me just get the cats together as quickly as I can, and she she appears to be concentrating. 
All right, so now is a good time to bring in our hurdle from our opponent. Oh, man, I mean, it's it's probably got to be the crazy cat lady, right? That's what oh, I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. maybe, maybe she's been around cats so long that whenever she feels something trying to control her cat, it, it, she taps into it and realizes something, something's afoot. Oh, she's, she's feral. She's like the cat lady from the Simpsons. She's exactly who that is. <laughs> That's exactly what's going. So, uh, so yeah, so she, uh, uh, are you guys approaching? Yeah, we're, we're standing outside kind of. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Looking, yeah. looking at the house and Winx is, is beginning to work her magic. So right then and there, as you're standing outside, uh, yeah, camera cuts to just two eyes opening and their cat eyes. And then the camera pans up a little bit and the eyes of a human are open as well. And it's the crazy cat lady with the cat on her lap. And she knows something's up and she is going to, she's going to, she's going to definitely cause a problem for you guys. If you know, probably throw some cats at you. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, th- I think we're standing there looking Winks is definitely concentrating, and the front door opens, and a cat walks out, and then we hear this, this well, we see this form of this lady enter the door, and then a cat comes flying out towards our face as she has launched it at us. <laughs> so, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll work together, and Tim, you, you jump in whenever you see this, whenever you feel like you need to say something about the hurdle. Um, so, um, Kristen, do you want to start or do you want me to start with, with a response? Um, I'm going to say that Winx is, is concentrating. I'm trying to round up all of these cats, so you can go first. Okay. She's deep in concentration. I'm going to, I'm going to use my trait of inflated ego that I gained from from all the praise that's been that's been bestowed upon me. So whenever whenever Zelroth sees this cat come flying, he mistakes it for this cat. This cat is jumping at him to to give him an embrace, and that that this cat is on board because you know why wouldn't it be? Zelroth is he's he's fantastic. He's great. He's he is the best thing going on anywhere. So he reaches out to grab this cat and whenever it comes in its claws are there but but his ego is so inflated that he thinks this cat is is there to 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 help him out he he snatches it out of the air and just gives it a big nice hug and he holds it and he starts petting its head and and a, and a smile something that doesn't happen often a smile take comes across his face as this cat is desperately trying to get away but but Zelroth is is petting this cat that he has snatched out of the air. Nobody hugs whiskers, <laughs> and she throws another cat at you. <laughs> um, let's see. And so as this other cat's flying, Zelroth does, ah, oh, another another feline willing to join the cause and he goes to reach out to grab this one too and he he grabs and he pulls it and he has two cats and and he hit they're in both hands and he doesn't he can't figure out how to pet them so he takes his nose and he starts nuzzling each of them and they're clawing at him but he's wearing such thick robes that they're not getting through they're just clawing up the robes and so he's nuzzling a cat he nuzzles the other cat and 
and he's just loving on these cats and smiling, and he, all the charcoal was, is rubbing out of his beard that he used to, to get it black. So, was, so the the gray is coming back into his beard as he nuzzles these cats fiercely. <laughs> I love it. How many responses do we each have? Uh, we have to do a total of three together. So that's one. We have two more to do. Two more to do. Okay. So I can either do one of my own trait or I can do a sacrifice, which is five dice. Oh, that's that's in the beloved's turn. So here we're looking. Oh, at, oh, oh, oh yeah. sorry. We're looking at uh, you get two dice for using one of your own traits for the first time. Uh, two dice for making a suggestion for the other active player to use. Okay. And then one die for, well, that's if you use one of your traits for a second time. So. I'll go. That's fine. I'll go with my original, which is I'll use. Um, I'll use. I've already used charm once. It's trying to decide between arrogant and charm. How are the cats reacting? Do we know how the cats are reacting yet? Uh, the cats, all the cats that followed us here are probably just sitting there complacently because you've already have your control over them. Um, the other cats are being lovingly nuzzled. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're happy. I would say because you're in deep concentration, we're probably seeing some cats, you know, pouring out of the windows and stuff and, and, and making their way over to the cats that are already controlled and joining those groups. But, you know, there are some resistant cats. So, yeah, so I'll use charm. That makes much more sense than than arrogance. So um, Winx is basically going to stay in deep concentration. So she has pulled the hood of her robes up, you know, over her head and her, her eyes are closed. And she's now, instead of holding the stick down um, like she was when we were walking over towards the cat lady's house and the, and the cats were following us. Now there's more cats to control. So she has raised her little arms above her head and the stick is in the air and she's murmuring things and more cats are coming out of the windows and surrounding her and Zell Roth and, you know, nuzzling like they do and rubbing up against their legs. And they seem to be very, um, very happy to all be together with surrounding her surrounding weeks <laughs> no that yeah that's good um tim do you have a response to that for your article well i think that the Catwoman is really just focused on throwing more cats at the overlord um she has a bag of cats that are marked throwing cats <laughs> <laughs> and she's not it's like an endless bag of of these cats and when they get thrown they kind of tuck their arms down a little bit so they look a little bit more like projectiles but then right before reaching you they unfold themselves into these menacing cats with claws so i i think i think she's going to be focused but the cats are definitely the cats that aren't being thrown are definitely going to be marching towards winks uh in a like kind of zombie like way yeah all right so as these cats are flying in at zelroth he, he he's grabbing as many as he can 
you know, he's got about five that he's nuzzling, you know, one after the other. <laughs> and, and he looks up and he sees me, and I'm going to, I'm going to just take one dice and use another one of my traits. Um, I'm going to use vengeful and, <laughs> and at, at you know after five cats he can't really grab anymore so he he looks at the lady he goes he goes and he yells at her he drops a cat and he yells at her he goes one man cannot hold too many cats and he runs up and he grabs the bag of cats and he dumps them on the ground and he takes the bag and he slow and he throws it over the lady's head and gives her a nice little little shove back in the house grabs the door and slams it shut <laughs> I'm just picturing you doing that to the Simpsons cat lady. <laughs> so I think now we can roll dice, which we have. I think we just have five because I just on that last one I just used a second of a second one of my traits. So, yeah. Kristen, I will let you roll those dice, and then Tim, you can roll your five. You can wait for me to roll. Things. Oh no, I already rolled. Oh, you did. Yeah. I have one six. I have no sixes. Yes. Oh. Yes. So we both get a point towards our our goal. We both get to assign ourselves a new trait. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give myself the new trait of cat lover. <laughs> I was literally gonna do the exact same thing. <laughs> Actually, I want to give myself cat nuzzler. Cat nuzzler. <laughs> And Winx is like the Pied Piper of cats. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think we pretty much narrated how that ends already with me shoving Cat Lady into her house, and then I think just the rest of the cats pour out of the windows and pick themselves up off the ground where I unceremoniously dump them and join what I'm calling the cause. So we there we are. We have <laughs> <laughs> we have our, our 50 cats. Fantastic. All right, so now we are setting up our final final turn, which is the beloved turn. So I'm going to set the hurdle level, which I'm going to set it as a three. Um, and I and so it's going to be between you two. I think it's, um, we'll figure that out. But you two are going to um, – and I think it's going to be that we're trying to gather up all the animals in one place to unleash them into this thing. So the, what could go wrong is we could – all three of us could end up getting trampled by these animals and taken out instead. <laughs> but I think that's going to set our scene. So, um, so I'm going to have nine dice to roll. Oh my gosh. And then you three, you two will each do three, res- three responses each to yeah. build your dice pools. And the beloved's going to be present for this one, but this Definitely just as an overseer. So I'll set the scene just a little bit while you are looking at your options of what you want to do. So we have our cats. We have our 50 or so cats. And we've made our way over to the barn because we've decided that uh, Winks and and Zellroth have talked it out. And we've decided that maybe we need to just just to be sure go help uh, Gluck with releasing the barn animals. So we get there, Gluck comes outside, and you know we go over the plan. We're like, we have these cats. They're going to do a lot of damage, but we really need those horses and stuff released as well. So are we all three together right now? Yes. I'm not the I'm yep. not alone at the... Okay. No, yeah, I think we're all three together. We're all standing in front of this barn. The cats are surrounding us, you know, doing their little normal cat thing, but they are staying with us. 
and we need to release these animals to create the perfect stampede. Yeah, release them and direct them to towards the the ritual, which we're just beginning to hear the ritual again from where we are. So there's lots of chanting going on, some songs, and we know now we're on the clock. We have this ritual will take about 20 minutes, so we know we have to get this thing disrupted soon. Okay, so the first one is going to be... The first one is going to be, I'm going to involve my own character's trait. Hey everybody, can't hear from the editing bay, which tonight is my living room. So, at this point in the game, Kristen and Tim's son woke up and had a little bit of trouble going back to sleep. Tim tried to get him back to sleep, laid him down, he woke back up. Kristen went in there, got him back to sleep. So... A little bit of a break here in the game, but just wanted to explain that because whenever it comes back on the other side, there's a little mention of that. Just wanted to cue you in on it. All right, Kent out from the editing bay. So Kristen just stepped over there to see if she can get him back to sleep real quick. But uh, um, I, what I should I do? I could string together all three of my of mine, and then she can get hers. Then we she'll, by that I mean he'll be asleep in a minute here. Yeah, we can do it that way. That's fine. Okay. So the first thing is, although it does affect her, she'll just have to find out about it when she gets here. The first thing is, I'm gonna uh, get uh, involve a trait of my own uh, character, uh, and give my well, and add a related new complicating trait. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna use a trait, and the trait is friend of Winks. All right. So my trait is friend of Winks, and I'm going to use that to sort of get her to sort of explain exactly what I should be doing here. Because <laughs> I'm not 100% sure I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, so that's the first one. Okay. And, and I can I can role play all three of these together in a string. Uh, but uh, the, the second one is going to be... Um, that I'm going to uh, use another trait, and it's going to be courageous. So once uh, once she helps me understand what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to be courageous, but I'm also going to use my third one, which is also trait. So this is like, I'm, I'm basically building a pool of one, two, four, I know it's not many, but... Uh, I guess I could do three for this one and give myself a bad trait. So uh, two traits and then another trait with a with a complication that I'm going to add. And my uh, my complication, my, my last trait is going to be bumbling because I'm a friend of Wix, so she's going to tell me what, what I need to do. I'm going to be brave when I'm doing it, but I'm going to bumble my way through the process. Excellent. All right. So that's that's what I'm gonna do there. Okay, she's putting her headphones, her headset back on. Okay. So I'll. Uh, I I know what three I'm doing, and so if you okay. want to do the three that you're doing, and then we can role play it out. Sure. Um, the first one I was gonna do was gonna be just using my own trait, um, and I was gonna use. I was going to use arrogance because I 
I've been able to charm these cats so far. And so now I'm getting a little full of myself. And I think that I can actually use these cats to help rile up the other animals and get them going in the direction we want them to go in. So that's the first one. I do all three, right? Is that what I'm yeah. doing? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I hadn't thought past that one. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, if if I can switch the order, I'm not sure if that matters. Um, I think I want to then do flirt with the beloved, and I want to try to basically like convince him that I can do this for him, that I can get the the cats to to help guide the other animals in the direction they need to go so that we can have a very successful stampede. So I would do that first and then be arrogant enough and actually attempt it. <laughs> um, and then, and then I want to create a complication for the other suitor. Okay. Um, should we, do I need to say what the complication is now, or since that's my last move, should we role play this out and see where he is? Because I don't want to. Yeah, we can, just, we can just role okay. play it out. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to disapprove of it. So whatever you have in mind okay. is going to be good. Okay. Okay. So I'll start with my first one, which is uh, I, I used my, um, my trait of friend of Winks to get Winks to explain to me what I'm supposed to be doing. Because I don't remember anything about it. I know that we're here. I know that there's a barn that I was playing in. I know that the Overlord said things. Hey, Winks. What should I do? Uh, Winks kind of kind of sighs and, and gets ready to, to roll her eyes and um and ignore and ignore uh Gleek, but but then she looks over at him and he has these big, like, doughy goblin eyes. And she briefly takes a little bit of, of pity on him and, and explains exactly what he needs to do in, in, the, best, in the best and uh, shortest, using small words, that's what it is, <laughs> using as many small words as possible. So, good luck. Open barn doors. Help animals get out for a stampede. So it cuts over to Gluck. It's a very it's like the camera's zooming in on him and his fist is buried deep inside his belly button. And <laughs> it, as it goes close to him, he the words are going past him and they're they're not too big this time. It's open and barn and door and he looks at Stampede a little quizzically, but then animal and pig something about a pig maybe and and he just they all start piecing together and a light bulb goes off right above his head but it's just a little a little uh little what are they called uh those bugs that light up lightning bugs lightning bug (laughs) right above his head and then he leaps into the barn over the side of the gate and he goes in amongst the animals that's perfect because now i'm alone with the beloved so i can talk about what i want to do now that we're alone okay go ahead um, so now that, now that, uh, Gluck or Gleek, I don't even know what we're calling him anymore. <laughs> now that, now that Gleek has, now that Gleek has left, uh, Winks kind of, kind of 
turns towards um, towards Zelroth, and, and she, of course, bows slightly, and she says, Lord Zelroth, Wormtooth, I, I can make this happen for you. I can make a successful stampede. I have complete control of these cats. They will listen to me and do whatever, whatever it is that I say, and I can get them to guide the other animals right through the bonfire, and we will be successful in stopping this ritual. They, these villagers will not be able to call upon the goddess and ask for a favor, and you will have the Dark Tower and all of its powers. Um, and then she, she kind of at the end thinks that maybe what she said is not quite enough, and so she wants to, like, bat her eyelashes at him just a little bit, but Winx has never flirted with anyone before, so it kind of ends up looking like something is just in her eye, um, and it's probably confusing to him instead of instead of what she originally intended. Like like Lucille Booth when she tries to wink. Tries to wink. It's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so Zelroth looks and listens, and and she finishes, and she's she's blinking her eyes, and he says, "So you think you got this under control, right?" With certainty, my lord. And he kind of claps and he says, all right, off to the tavern with me. And he takes off down the road. (laughs) (laughs) So Winx is actually going to attempt this. So Tim, I don't want to step on your turn, but she's actually going to kind of set up, you know, start setting this up where she wants to kind of call the cats over and she's going to, she's going to attempt it. Okay. So, and the cats are going in first or all the animals have to go together? Well, I'm going to say, unless the GM disagrees, I'm going to say that there is, like most barns, like a back door. So she's going to go around back with all of the cats and have them go in through the windows and through the barn door in the back to try to actually guide the whatever animals are in there into the right, into the right location. So then, then uh, Gleek will have his his m- moment here, and then and then you'll be able to do that because what happened to Gluck when he leapt over the the gate to go in is he fell half half of his body fell into mud or something uh, in the barn, and when he gets up he he walks to the to the nearest pig that he was so friendly with before and they were they became very close and they read books together one of the books they read was a was a picture book that looked very similar to like a noah's ark type story where animals were being led two by two (laughs) and uh but in this case in this case he hops up onto the uh the pig that he knows uh uh and he (laughs) when the camera pans past him you see that half of his body is looks like braveheart style paint where it's it's mud, it's disgusting, but it, it's covering half his face. And uh, he sits on the pig and turns towards the other animals in the barn, and he yells, he he yells at all the animals, and he he does this this. It's almost like he's on stage again. And this was the second bit of of his his trait that he's using, and it's going to be uh, courageous, and he's going to use his words to try to. Uh, embolden the animals and get them to 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 follow him and he he says be not afraid of greatness some are born great some achieve greatness and some have greatness thrust upon them onward 
onward, animals! We go! And he starts spurring the, the pig he's riding on uh, towards the gate, but he didn't remember to open the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably where Winx needs to make things happen with her cats, because <laughs> we're all stuck at the front of the gate. They're piling up behind me. <laughs> it won't open! I think it opens! I think it opens inward! Can, can the animals please... Um, Get everyone back up a bit. And so, so yeah, all the animals are getting agitated. They're, tr- they're trying to push forward, and they're not going anywhere. Snouts are going into butts. Everything's getting getting <laughs> angry. Animals are getting frustrated. There's a lot of stamping of hooves and and throwing their weight around. And we jump over to the tavern, and Silveroth is standing outside. He takes a deep breath, and he says... I'm going in there. I'm getting a drink. And he walks in. And he steps in and there's no one in there. Because everybody's at the ritual. So he walks over and he grabs three glasses. And he fills them all with ale. And he walks out the barn door and he drinks one. And he looks at the other two. And he thinks that these would be good for celebrating. And then he remembers that... He hasn't had a drink in two weeks, so he quickly downs the other two and begins stumbling his way stumbling his way back towards the barn. Oh, it'll be quite a scene when he gets there. So, uh, so Winks will use um, she's using her arrogance trait uh, at this point. So she was already back, I think, while this was going on with Gleek and his inspiring words and getting all the animals together, although the gate isn't open yet. And she has been letting the cats in through the back, through the, you know, the back little windows and, and she opened the barn door just a little bit so the animals wouldn't come that way. And just the cats are kind of, you know, going in one or two at a time. And uh, she realizes that the gate isn't open in the front and she's so sure of herself that she has complete control over these 50 cats and they're going to do what she says that she leaves them momentarily so that she can run up to the front and attempt to open the gate so that they can all stampede out. So this is my last one. And I, I, this one was bumbling is the trait that I'm using and bumbling in this case uh, is, is translating to like, you know, you, when you're clumsy, you're just clumsy. But when you're kind of bumbling your way through something, you're 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 still succeeding. It's just at a very you know you're not doing it in a smooth, clever way. And when when Gleek realized the doors weren't opening, he turned around in his saddle, so he's backwards on the pig, and he's facing all the rest of them. And his he he got frustrated. And he pull, he had to pull the rest of that the uniform off, and so half his body is covered in that mud, and half of it's not. And he looks like he looks like William Wallace as a goblin sitting backwards on a pig. <laughs> and as uh, as the doors open, the stampede leaves, and he is not sure where they're going because he's facing the wrong way. But they are going, and they are together. He just doesn't know where. <laughs> All right, and so Zelroth turns the corner and he sees the doors fling open and he sees his plan starting to take shape. So I think now is when we roll our dice and see how this turns out. 
So we each roll our pool? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh jeez. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I rode As I roll all ones. Sorry, go ahead, Ken. Oh, I rode two sixes. <laughs> I rolled no sixes. <laughs> I rolled four sixes. Wow. That's right. awesome. So you get three points towards your goal. Jeez. Um, <laughs> let's no, you see. can't borrow my pen. Can I borrow your pen? No. <laughs> get your own pen. <laughs> wow. You get to assign traits for everybody. Oh, I want to. I just. I mean, you can narrate first and then do trace however you want to do. Yeah, let's let's do that. Where and remember that you're the winner, so things are going the best for you. Right, and it's in a bumbling fashion. So basically, uh, I'll say that all of this is happening, and to the overlord who's watching, it looks like it looks like uh, Gluck is doing everything. It looks like he's he's he char the gates open, but no one sees who opened them. No one sees winks. And the animals all charge out and are going the way they're supposed to be going, but it's because of the cats that winks commanded to guide the animals into the village. But it looks like when when a one of the pigs hits a like a bump in the ground and, and Gleek gets thrown forward and now he's facing forward towards the village and they're charging exactly on point and his hands are up in the air, uh, you know, holding tuple tufts of, of you know pigtail fur if they have that no they don't they have those little little, little snaky tails what would he have hay he's holding tufts of hay and 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 it, it looks like he's he's charging into battle like a little william wallace goblin and so he's impressed the beloved and i'd say that the beloved is impressed by by gleek or gluck but i would say the exact opposite of winks where winks's trait is she uh what would you say the words would be that what would it would be the opposite of like impressed. the opposite of it dis- i wouldn't say disappointed it's more like angry with or i think angry with is yeah, better than anger impressed. anger towards gluck so you have anger towards me and the beloved has is impressed i've finally done it i've impressed <laughs> You, you've been behind in this game the entire time, and, and <laughs> yeah. this final hell Mary. You have you have, you know probably up to this point, Zelroth is like because Zelroth knows he can only have one right hand minion. You know he can have multiple minions, but only one one is going to have that coveted spot of being the right hand of Doom, essentially. And you know Zelroth this whole time as as he's stumbling back, he's thinking, yeah, that winks, that winks has it definitely right hand material and then he turns the corner and he sees the onrush of the animals and he sees a top a top a pig he sees gluck and it's and it just looks as if gluck is controlling this making it happen and he's like wow when it comes time to to enact it to to save the day that gluck he he rides in on a pig and so he he is he's very impressed uh, very impressed with with Gluck's actions. All right, so I think our end game because now we're going to move into the end game. So I think, I think the end game we're all going to roll the dice, which is equal to the points we've earned, which for me is two. Okay, two, yeah. 
How many are you rolling, Tim? Like three or four? I get five. Five. Good Jeez. lord. I got two on the first one and nothing since, and then I just got three. So I think this will determine how it, it, the success of this final this final ploy to disrupt this. Um. So there could be a sole winner. Uh, there could be multiple winners. Um, yeah. So so this one we can do ties. So let's roll our dice and then we'll figure out how this wraps up for our end game. Two. I rolled two sixes. Wow. <laughs> my two dice came up as sixes. That's fantastic. I rolled no sixes with my two dice. I rolled uh, five dice and I rolled uh, ones, twos, and threes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the beloved the beloved wins, uh, which means I I get to narrate how I attain my dream, which which my dream is to rain destruction down. So okay, so the herd is trampling down and is trampling down on top of of Zelroth, but he stumbles out of the way and he turns and he watches and in slow motion he sees Gluck on top of this pig just looking heroic and and they they lock eyes for just a moment and and Zelroth gives them a nod of approval as this this horde of this this herd of animals with with winks bringing up the rear commanding cats you know doing her part now now Zelroth sees that winks is definitely doing her part just plows into the group of villagers that are that are in the mid song the mid final song of the the blessing ritual or yeah the ble- in the middle of the final song of the blessing ritual and as they hit their highest note this herd of animals just tears through and tramples them and, and destroys all of the all of the statues and tramples enough that the fire gets put out and everything everything's just in disarray and the time passes when the when the song would have ended and there's just silence. The goddess does not come down, and, and, and does not appear. So, Zelroth has, knows that that the the ritual has been disrupted, or yeah, has been disrupted, and that he can go back to the tower and read the final passage of the book, which is going to help give him the the keys to destruction. And so he sets off that way. So now. Now, each suitor uh, can describe an epilogue for their suitor, a few words about how their character moves on, uh, because, or not, you know, they may not move on, but, but Zelroth definitely, because he, he, he has an inflated ego, and he's wicked, and he's vengeful, and greedy, so he's definitely, he, at, at seeing this, he knows that in his mind he concocted this plan. He put all these moving pieces together as one, so he will enjoy the success alone. Oh, uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna actually uh, suggest one one thing to that. Yeah, go for it. Because he did, he did want a right hand originally. Yeah, but perhaps that right hand is the seven year old girl. <laughs> who was so good at her job in in thwarting us 
that she's now standing there in evil armor yep, at so, his side with a purple belt wrapped around a karate purple belt wrapped around her waist. Yeah. So as he goes to walk away from the from the destruction, he hears a, he hears some sound of, of flesh smacking flesh, and he turns around and sees this seven year old girl is just. She is not being trampled like everyone else because she is fighting off every animal that comes away. <laughs> a, a horse runs at her and she she grabs onto the horse hair, flips up under its neck, lands on the back and brings her legs down hard and, and kicks the horse in the sides and then flips off backwards and lands on a cow's head and pushes the cow's head <laughs> down into the dirt. And, and then she hops off that and kicks a pig. Uh, <laughs> Gluck's favorite pig kicks it straight in the face. And, oh, Gluck, is, Gluck goes flying off the pig because it was the one he was riding on. And Zelroth <laughs> walks over to her and says, be my right hand. And, well, I mean, honestly, by doing that, you won't get destroyed like the rest of these people are from from the business I'm about to perform in that tower. And the girl thinks it over and she's like, yeah, I'm not much into being destroyed, so what the hell, why not? And they walk off together towards the tower. Then we get epilogues. Yeah, you guys get epilogues with how your character moves on, or maybe they don't move on. Well, I think I think that the epilogue for for Gluck is that he he really found out he, he this was like kind of like a this was like a journey, like a personal journey for him, and he realized that as much as his parents pushed him towards being a minion following in the family business. He, that's not for him. And he, he really enjoyed inspiring those animals and, and riding them into battle um, until he was thrown off of the pig. So I think what happens is Gluck becomes the, the stable hand in, in the village, but instead of just taking care of the animals, he puts on shows for them where he recites full on plays and ballads and sings songs and sometimes juggles. And that that's what he's that's what he, he's doing in, in his in his life now until the uh, until the destruction rains upon the town and destroys them all. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it's because because I think we jump forward in time to where. Where the key to the to the tower was Zelroth calls forth this this giant beast, this bipedal beast, and he rides on its shoulder and directs it to destroy and, and the first order of business is to trample through the town and Kristen, any of your stuff can take place before this or whatever. But okay. and they get to the barn and he looks down and he sees Gluck performing a play and he has a moment where he's like, What a special special goblin that one is and then his wicked size turns <laughs> takes over and he instructs he instructs the be the bipedal giant beast to kick the barn over <laughs> and you hear parting is such sweet so <laughs> oh gluck <laughs> <laughs> so Winks, although at the beginning of our story, it sounded like maybe she was a little more stable or a little more put together than than Gluck, who was kind of, you know, uh, bumbling and, and a little inept. Um, she has not recovered well from this. She uh, did know enough about what 
evil the dark tower uh, possessed from all the reading she had done. So she decided to leave town um, and just go one town over. And um, however many weeks or months have passed, she's there not only with the 50 cats that she took from this village, but she has managed to charm the 40 cats in the village that she's in. And she spends all of her time uh, training her army of 90 cats because she plans (laughs) on going back to the village and uh, destroying the, the right hand of the overlord for taking the prize that, that she wanted so badly. Oh my God. I see in the future, there is a giant, (laughs) there's a giant bipedal creature that was raised up from the ground. It's going to face off against a, a cat horde kaiju monster. As, oh, the, yeah, they're as, all going to stick together and as, form a... As, as Winx trains them to latch onto each other and form a, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of cats form this giant uh, just oh, yeah. cat monster. Yeah. That, that, and that, it'll... That, that's my head cannon. So. No, it's 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 correct. It's And it's it's anime big, right? So it's like above the, the trees and she kind of sits in the in where the head would be and she controls the entire thing as like arms made of cats just swing out yeah yeah i think that's our i think that's <laughs> For our another time that's our like mid-credit scene we see the two giant <laughs> kaiju monsters running at each other and the, in slow motion the fists are coming at each other and then it cuts to black <laughs> perfect <laughs> and that that is shooting the moon <laughs> that was so so much fun i love that game <sighs> wow I love that. I love that. Winks uh, in defeat forms an army and comes back for revenge, and <laughs> Gleek just gets trampled by, <laughs> by a barn. <laughs> he went out the way he wanted. He would have wanted to, unaware. Unaware. <laughs> oh, thank you, you two. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. So much for thank coming you. on, playing this game. It was seriously, it was a blast. I, I enjoyed it so much. Oh, yeah, that's too. Thank, thank you very much. I, I've wanted to play this game, and, and uh, <laughs> this is a great opportunity. And I'm glad that uh, it's within your romance month, and we got to give you so much romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, we didn't give you a lot of romance there. There was some mild flirting, although it failed. But hey, as I opened up my uh, as I opened up my romance month, I said it's about relationships, and maybe not always romantic. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This one. You know, minions and overlords. Yeah, definitely a special kind of relationship there. It is. It's it's a love that's not often enough explored in in cinema, and you know, it's true. It is. So, real quick, let's wrap up. Uh, tell me just a little bit about anything you want to tell me about because we are about to hit our four hour recording mark. So, wow, look at that! I know it went by quick. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for for including me and letting me play. This is my first um, actual play podcast that isn't the one that we run. (laughs) Um, So I, you know, I was a little nervous, but it was a lot of fun. So thank you so much. It was, I think we'll definitely be playing this game again now that we've been able to try it on, on your show. Yeah. Thanks for having us and for letting, I mean, we normally, we don't get to play together. Uh, as players, because I'm usually either running the game or you know she's not able to play in all of them, and and so I think this is this is a, a, a you know a great opportunity. So thanks again. 
And everybody, be sure to go check out uh, Dice Up Games. It's Dice Up Games. Is it DiceUpGames.com? Yep. Yes. DiceUpGames.com. And you can get our, we have uh, you know some some stuff on there and some stuff coming soon to there. And and uh, we're excited about those projects. We're on Facebook and then and Twitter as well. Uh, and then Wait, Wait, Don't Roll Me, as uh, Ken had mentioned earlier. Uh, we are just putting up fun games that our group plays. It's a... Uh, no, you know, no, no formal format or any, you know, like we're we're just playing any any game we want that sounds fun to us. Some of the games we've made, we play, uh, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. And hopefully, in the future, on more role to play podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right, and we are shutting the door on shooting the moon and shutting the door on our relationship month. Again, I hope you really enjoyed it. Thank you so much to Tim and Kristen for coming on and making this game fantastic. It is seriously one of the greatest experiences I've had running uh, running a game on this show so far. Really, really enjoyed shooting the moon. Next week, um, you know, I'm not really sure what I'm putting out yet. I have a couple things banked. Uh, I haven't made up my mind. I have some recordings I'm doing that I might use. Uh, so it'll be a mystery. We'll all find out together next Thursday when Rotoplay drops its next episode. I'm done here. Done for Relationship Month. Finished up. Going to close out this recording, but not until I say what I always say, and that is get out there, folks. Find something new. Have fun. And remember to row to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash tritachion.